Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. His name is Bricky. And are you telling me a war hammered this 4,000 times? 40,000 times? Sheesh! But anyway, before we get into that, if you enjoy today's episode of the podcast and maybe you want to consider supporting us, head over to patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to the Discord, bloopers if they happen. The $15 tier gets you access to all of our posters in crispy digital hd format and bricky have we got a surprise for you today it is a brand new february poster and if you thought the last poster was bricky forward wait until you see this little gem oh it's it's also bricky forward oh yeah I don't know if that's look at that bricky forward watchers poster. I don't know if that's bricky forward at all. Oh yeah, that's totally your thing. You lied to me out of your out of your teeth, DK. I don't. I don't know what. If that's not a very bricky, I just don't know what is. Is it because of the hips? Or it's the the everything. Or are you just you just doing that to to (laughs) screw with me? Because, because I, I am, I have been known you know? to be, a, to be a gentleman who is a fan of the, uh, of the six lane freeway hips, um, <laughs> as, as they say, we, we got the, uh, we got the four oh five wide bottom half, etc. Yeah, it's fair, um, fair. May have been uh, a little sarcasm, l- little just, bit, just a little, just a smidge. Got, got hips that make me not able to pull out of a driveway, <laughs> let alone, let alone this. <laughs> Where, oh where, however, could I buy call, this said poster if I wanted to, Bricky? We call this poster 18 years of child support. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. See, Bricky forward poster. He Bricky. loves it. He loves it. You, you know, okay, okay. Uh, Orchid8.com. Uh, check <laughs> out the link down in the description. That's Orchid the flower. Eight, the, the number, but spelled out. Uh, Orchid8.com. Check out the Adric section or the posters section to get your watchers poster. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Uh, okay go ahead get your your thoughts together get your thoughts together and and you know let me tell me how you're feeling what what are you thinking bricky what are you what are you thinking i'm thinking i ran through all of my like decent jokes uh about like (laughs) liking liking women with wide hips is is you know like it's you know that's it's pretty up there on my on my list of uh, of personal attractions and so i I, I ran that i ran through all of them right now and now i'm just like I'm kind of spent, so I'm just kind of like, what the hell, DK? Oh, well, you know, it's a gets good poster. I mean, they're all good posters. It's not yeah. the point. It's the yeah. bricky forward part that bugs me. Well, with with all of the hips don't lie uh, references that you made, I, I, am I wrong? You know am what I thought I? was rather interesting? What? We never figured out what the question was. What's the? What do you mean? We never figured out what the question was. In Lion, Son of the Forest, it says you did not ask the proper question. We never actually figured out what the proper question was. Uh oh, yeah, I I guess not. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like a like a one off thing in the beginning and middle of the of the the book, but we never actually figured it out. So kind of kind of leaves a little bit of mystery for the future. Yeah, yeah the the watcher post to bring that out of you that uh, query. Oh, the watcher said it. 
That's true. That's true. There was a watcher that that said it. That's right. That's true. Oh, think it. God. Think the watcher in the book looked like that. <laughs> no, I don't no? think it did. I don't know, dude. Don't. <laughs> oh, gonna gonna have an aneurysm. Um, the first of crap. many. What was today's video about? Oh, right. Okay, I have, I have, I have the links. I, I, I would assume some form of space wolf thing. I was, I was assuming. What is it? The months of shame was gonna be what we were doing today, or like uh, you were gonna do named space wolves because that's what we were doing before the Kirioth episode. Oh yeah, crap! You got it. Oh, let's go, baby! Who got the quote without even needing a quote? This guy. Let's go. Let's go. Actually, let's in a sense, I, I gave you a couple quotes for about the months of shame in the Space Wolves episode. The part where the uh, Fenrisian Inquisitor bows to Bjorn, and he's like, "Oh, god damn it!" That's <laughs> uh, that that's from the months of shame. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, so, uh, so. Months of Shame is interesting. This topic is a purely shy recommendation topic, um, oh. because she she read about this and was and be instantly became a Space Wolves enjoyer. Oh um, wow! So it's got to be depraved and awful and and just whew, it's mm, all right. Well, parts of it are, uh, but it's also called how the dare, Months of Shame for God's sake. But also very mean. Uh, how dare you apologize immediately? For what? Yeah, I was gonna say being mean to shy, but let's <laughs> be real here. Well, but it's true. It, the, the, oh, I mean, shy's favorite faction are the orcs. There's nothing wrong with liking depraved fiction like that, you know. It's whatever. Oh, I know, There's I know. But tons of people that love the burning of Prospero, and that's literal genocide. Okay, saying literal genocide in 40k narrows nothing down. <laughs> that's true. You know how little that helps. That's that's true. That's fair. You're right. You're right. You're right. But um, but the months of shame is actually a bit of a shorter story than I thought. Uh, when I when I did my usual research, which mainly consists of uh wiki, lexicon, book excerpts, and uh, and the like, um, I was kind of surprised at how short it was. Um, but huh. it's not really about. You know what they say. It's not really about the length. It's about uh, how hard you cry afterwards. Oh, and boy. If I had a dollar for every time that uh, was was appropriate, yeah. I'd... Then you'd be broke. Well, yeah. That, that applies getting with a woman first. That's true. Hey, you got my joke. Hey, nice yeah. job. You, you, yeah. you caught it quick. Hey, let's go. Hey, anyway. Um, regardless, uh, so the months of shame take place after a very important war that we have actually not yet covered. Um, this is following the first war of Armageddon. Um, and this is a, a pretty, this is, this is one of those wars. One of the ones that are like astronomically large. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, maybe it wasn't like insane, insane, but, um, Basically, it was a whole bunch of chaos cultists and coronate demons, including Angron himself, as oh. well as a mass contingency of uh, of like bloodthirsters uh, uh, and Karn, of course, um, of fighting course, of off course. good old um, uh, you know Imperial defenders, the Armageddon Steel Legion, of course, uh, Space yeah. Wolves, and the Grey Knights. Jeez, that is quite a chaos force: bloodthirsters, Angron. That's that's a that's a yeah, Ankarn. That's that's a hefty um, that's a hefty force. 
It is. And uh, the Armageddon War really solidified the Armageddon Steel Legion as one of the major Imperial Guard factions that get a bit more love. Um, uh. The Steel Legion are your uh, your World War II Germans uh, more than oh. the... Um, uh, like like in in visuals more than like right, the Kriegsmen right. are the World War One Germans. Yeah. Um, so do do they does are, do they fend them off? I uh, they, they they do. So the uh, okay. I mean spoilers obviously uh, the yeah. Armageddon War is won by the Imperials. Um and and yeah like the Armageddon Steel Legion they're very much like Blitzkrieg lots of mm-hmm. mobile infantry you know you can see it in their outfits yeah. they're very much the old school. I'm um, getting the hell out of here. Ooh, that was good. That was that was, that was that was quick. I'm pretty proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, wait, what do you wait? What shy? Why, why do I have to stop? What am I doing? You need to mention how they killed Angron. Whoa, oh. they killed Angron. Well, of course they do. They they you Angron comes back to life. I all thought the time. he just well, sure, but I I kind of figured it was just like oh shoot. I guess I have. To, well, I guess Angron wouldn't run away from a fight. No, he wouldn't. And like, would no matter not. how outnumbered, he probably would not stop until someone did indeed kill him. Like, yeah, I knew he was on a respawn timer, but still, killing Angron is like, oh, kind um, of a big deal. Well, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely, it's killing a demon Primarch. But um, yeah. well, actually, shy. I mean, I didn't look too deep into the War of Armageddon. I know a Grey Knight broke his blade, um, like with his mind or something. But other than that, wow. I, I no, please, uh, please share because I I mainly researched the months of shame for this. I. Assume Shouldn't we, would we save, save this for of... like an Armageddon episode? I mean, maybe, but Shy, if you want to, I mean, we're already too deep into this. So let's find out. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, the... to, you are putting an awful lot of faith in my memory, my guy. The amount of stuff I've forgotten that you've told me is just. I mean, let's. No one who knows lots of 40K uh, knows it all on hand. It's, it's just like. Uh, true. Snippets. True. What's this? They sent 109 Grey Knights who surrounded him, and he proceeded to kill 98.9% of them. 13 wow. survived. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty Angron. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's, if anyone can, Angron can. And that probably would happen in the in the tabletop, too, because Grey Knights are dog right now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Anyway, um, the the tail end of the of the War of Armageddon is the start of the Months of Shame. Okay. So, after the Months of Shame, uh, no, God damn it! After the War of Armageddon, <laughs> I was like, uh, "Wow, the episode's over already." I we were very quick with this one. Damn. Um, afterwards, obviously, the Imperial defenders, despite their great victory against Angron and his all of his bloodthirsters and the like. Uh, was a very damaged force. The good, the defenders were, you know, decently spent. They lost yeah. a lot of space wolves. The Grey Knights, in particular, suffered pretty monstrous casualties. <laughs> yeah, uh, it sounds like it. Not just from Angron himself, but because... Just in general. In general, and Grey Knights are not a very... Um, they're, they're not a very, like, ex- extremely prominent force. Uh, oh, so they already didn't have a lot of numbers to begin with, and then they lost almost a hundred. I think there's them. only a thousand Grey Knights because it's a chapter, oh. and and because it's a chapter <laughs> of Grey Knights, it, therefore it's you know 
That <laughs> Angron at that point <laughs> killed a tenth of their number. I was gonna say Angron killed a tenth of a chapter. Gee. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, approximately 11, 1183 Astartes in the chapter with 32 Ooh. neophytes and 1,005 extra recruits. So, yeah, it's, it, they're not huge. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's but, a pretty big loss at Armageddon for the Grey Knights. So, after the entire uh, Chaos Cult issue and, and coronate problems on Armageddon were wiped clear, naturally, especially with the Grey Knights, uh, an Inquisition force arrived. Uh, a large one of about 30 Inquisitors uh, made their way to Armageddon under the command of Lord Inquisitor Gesmi Gesmi Kasner. Oh my God. Kaisneros? (laughs) This is not Kasarnos. Gesundheit. It's like, it's K-Y-S-N-A-R-O-S. Kasnaros? Kasnaros? Yeah, right? I I would almost say that the KYS should be silent and it's just like a Naros. Like a Snaros. Like, like a Snaros. He's Keys Naros. Sure. Uh, Lord Inquisitor Keys. That's what we're calling him now. His name is Keys. All right. Keys. Keesy Keesy. Kai Keesuke. Um, Kai Isakyle. <laughs> Isakyle and Kai Keesuke. Kai Keesuke. The Christian Crusader. Actually, you know, this is mildly <laughs> fitting. Um, so he was a very mysterious Inquisitor Lord that was unaligned with the other Ordos, which is a little weird because normally you're part of the Ordo Xenos, the Ordo Hereticus, the Ordo Malleus, but he was not aligned with any of them. You can be an unaligned um, whatever. Like you could just not be in any Ordos as I an Inquisitor. Didn't, I didn't think you could, but apparently he was. So here we are. Okay. So, uh, obviously, after defeating the forces of chaos, there was a sensitive information of the universe, and the Grey Knights especially, that needed to be stopped. Um, obviously, the existence of chaos in its own right <laughs> is something that is not uh, well relatively known to the wider public, and the Grey Knights even more so. Mm-hmm. Not great. Yeah, for sure. So, naturally, with uh, not one, not two, but 30 Inquisitors coming over to <laughs> contain the situation, Oof. you know, they weren't thinking really about the people. Yeah, sure. They're, so, they're Inquisitors. When do they ever think about the people, really? So, this is important to talk about the Space Wolves. So, Logan Grimnar... Uh, also known as Santa Slay, uh, Wolfman. Um, <laughs> Such a he cool w- model, actually. It is, but it's also super derpy. Yeah. Um, he was the one who led these, this whole rebellion, or not rebellion, but the fight to take back um, uh, all the chaos in the corn, all that stuff. He was the main Space Wolf guy, and he's kind of a baller. Okay. Um, space. So it's important to understand Space Wolves more than what we've already discussed. Um, space Wolves are not the defenders of the Imperium. They, they are the defenders of humanity. They are the defenders of ah. the human race. And they answer, and to them, they answer to no one outside of Big E himself. 
Oh, so if an Inquisitor showed up and was like, hey, Space Wolves, you'll listen to us because we damn well said so, the Space Wolves would, like, spit in their face and maybe try to <clears throat> kill them. I mean, maybe not kill them, but there would definitely be spitting in their face and maybe ta- <laughs> yeah. taking, like, a shit on their on their throne. Um, <laughs> or something along those Typical lines. Typical wolf. I mean, the Inquisition have often viewed the Space Wolves with a large amount of uh, distrust, not just because of their weird gene seed, but also because they just don't like authority. They don't want anyone telling them what to do, and they believe that the only person that can tell them what to do is Big E himself. Yeah, I can can see why the Inquisition would not be big fans. Sure. And so, naturally, they are not big fans of the Inquisition. And... They do not necessarily think that they serve the Imperium and the Inquisition secret police. They are defenders of humanity. They are old like Great Crusade. We are we are the the dominant race of the galaxy. Humans are the important part. Right. Although really what Space Marine gets along with the Inquisition, right? Well, the Grey Knights, I suppose. Well, yeah, that's true. The, the Grey Knights, that's, that's true. I guess they would kind of have to, wouldn't they? Death Watcher also, I guess, part of it. But, uh, but yeah, you are true. you are true. correct, though. It is, uh, there's various Space levels. Marines not huge. By and large, Space Marines usually don't get along with the Inquisition that try to bully them into doing stuff. For the Sp- most part. For the most part, Space Marines very much dislike being given orders. As they are themselves <laughs> yeah. the top dogs. Yeah, they're basically demigods. So, uh, during this time, you know, Logan Grimnar was told the post-war containment plans that the Inquisition wanted to put into play. The usual uh, suppression campaign, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now, Grimnar basically said, hey, can you not? <laughs> can you... Can you just like can you just like not do that? Because mm-hmm. to, to him, he saw all the defenders on the um oh, oh don't worry, I'll explain the plan, Shy. Um he saw all, all the def- defenders on Armageddon, and for the most part, like like none of them that were still there were chaos tainted in any way. Few of them had actually even been in the front lines whatsoever. Um, there was no fear of, of chaos taint, everything like they seemed perfectly fine, and you know. Think of it like a space wolf. You okay. just defended this planet against the demon Primarch of Angrom. Like th- regular humans, like that. That is a deed worthy of story. And space oh, yeah. wolves, they're probably they're, anyone involved in that is probably getting songs sung about them, and they're getting a new name. And oh man, they're ready to march into Valhalla, heads held high. They're stoked. And oh, like yeah. they, they respect the shit out of the Armageddon Steel Legion for what they did. Sure. You know? They they respect them excessively. And because, you know, they really like showed up, put their uh, their medal to, to Angron and won. And that's just awesome. Hell yeah. Um so the Inquisition, however, uh took Grimnar's complaints and uh basically told him to shove it. Ooh. So that can't be good. Um, what their their uh, decision was was that they aboard uh, the their flagship, Lord Lord Kyle, is Lord <laughs> Kyle now. 
Screw Lisa it. Kyle, Kai Kiske, and now we've got Lord Kyle. Hey! So, Lord Kyle, uh, upon his ship, the Coral's Hope uh, battle cruiser, his concept was, well, uh, better to sterilize or kill millions on suspicions of chaotic taint to eventually then have to, or so that you don't have to eventually kill billions in the future. The idea is that Ooh. if you are to stop the chaos taint here on Armageddon, then if anyone leaves Armageddon still chaos tainted, they will not infect another planet and they will be forced to destroy that planet instead. That that's their mindset. That's what they're right. Thinking. Even though there is no evidence of any chaos taint, no weird sightings, nobody's acting funky, nobody's, you know, drooling, screaming and drawing runes in the sand or clawing out their eyes. It's just they just assume chaos was here, so we got to shut this shit down. Pretty much. And Oof. so they right. took about 100,000 inquisitorial stormtroopers, landed on the ground, and began, began to evacuate the hive cities to put them into uh, work camps for their vaccinations. Oh, boy. Which, okay. in reality, is actually a sterilization injection so that they could never possibly birth tainted chaos children. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is uh yeah, that that definitely sounds like a uh inquisition deal. Yep. So, uh the the human defenders, roughly about a million guardsmen who arrived to deal with mop-up operations after Angron had been killed, were also ordered into their barracks pending their own um processing. <sighs> All right. Yep, sure, sure. And so, uh, so yeah, it was basically just like round everyone up, put them in sterilization camps, kill the ones that were suspicious, and uh, yeah. Profit? <laughs> uh, yeah, profit? Question yeah, mark? Yeah, those are the question mark, question mark, profit, I guess? Jeez. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds an awful lot like, you know, some really bad stuff that happened in World War II, and... I mean, it's very uh, icky and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't much like it. No, uh, I, I don't think you too much like, I think likes when we say the, the word either, but um, I yeah. mean, I mean, 40K is, uh, is a satirical medium. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, oof, it's, it is, it is brutal. It is brutal. It is grimdark. And so <sighs> space wolves were not really able to stop this in the beginning. Space wolves are strong, but 100,000 stormtroopers are stronger. Yeah, that's that's numbers. So at this point, they Logan was trying to kind of consider a plan. Uh, they didn't have an advantage on the ground, but they had one in space. They had 16 ships compared to the Inquisition's 12, and these are space marine ships, so they're generally stronger in every yeah. way. Armor. More suited for combat, more suited for void battle, sure. All that stuff. Yeah. Um. So... As there were transports attempting to escape the Inquisition, uh, Grimnar was creating, like, uh, what was the word, like, escape transports to attempt to mm. get away from the Inquisition sterilization attempts. Okay. So, 20 transports were then loaded with their human cargo and attempted to escape from this awful crap that the Inquisition is doing. <laughs> yeah, dastardly shit with no just cause um there is so so i, I want to mention this just because i know that some people will will probably bring this up um 
one of the interesting things about uh ab- go ahead i you good i i i i clicked on a different tab but i i, I went back into discord and i saw, i see the, the the podcast news announcement in the discord for our patrons and I, it's ah, it's the the new poster, the poster. But yep. but no, notice what the the num the highest emote used to react to it is. Oh, I haven't I haven't even looked at it yet. What is it? It's just it's just the dark angel green sus guy. <laughs> Fair. That's good. Good on you. <laughs> it's good on you, Adric Patreon. Good on you. Yeah, I, on we've ya. we've taught you well. Very proud. Very proud. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, the so actually, <laughs> one thing I want to talk about. Um, a lot of people, I think, sometimes have the wrong idea about about Warhammer. Well, maybe it's not a wrong idea. That kind of makes me sound like I'm gatekeeping. I don't want to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's. So the Inquisition is doing uh, basically the they're doing sterilization camps and doing all of these terrible stuff, despite uh, having very little method to the contrary, because. Uh, mainly they just want to keep the Grey Knights and stuff secret. Sure. Um, and they want to keep Chaos secret. They want to keep the Grey Knights secret. They don't want any of that stuff coming out, but still. Awful. But still. Um, the important thing to know is that some people, like, like, there are situations where the Inquisition has the right idea. Uh, and I think that's what makes the setting relatively engaging and engrossing, and it throws into this interesting kind of gray area. Because there is a story once of like the end of a major Nurgle battle or something where Mm -hmm. seven sick people just happened to be survived, just seven of them. And they ended up tainted by Nurgle and they caused this big, massive problem. And they flew to a new planet and and infected billions and turned the entire planet into like a garden of Nurgle planet. Okay, Um, so so the Inquisition is scared of that happening again. And also their big, big secrets getting out there. There's that, that major important note of like the, the Imperium is not doing well because of the, because of their awful actions. They're doing well in spite of their awful actions, but (laughs) sometimes shit like this does happen. And if it happens enough, you're going to get old cranky asshole inquisitors like Lord Kyle here who think the only method to deal with this is a needle and a virus bombing. Yeah. I mean, like they needed any additional help with that. But yeah. that's what I just want to say is that, like, I, I, I clearly am, am Team Space Wolf here. I think what the Inquisition is doing. Oh, I think we is, all are, right? I think we're all yeah. Team Space Wolf on this one for sure. Like, please help the transport of the innocent people that were, you know, uh, uh, were thinned out protecting you. You know, definitely right. help them, please. But yeah. But it's important to, to understand why an Inquisitor might end up going down this route if they've seen this enough times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, to play oh, yeah, devil's speaking, advocate, as it were. Speaking of that transport, uh, its its drive was disabled, and the Inquisition shot it to shit and killed four hundred thousand passengers. Ay, Jesus Christ! So uh, <sighs> bad start to so that. Lord, Lord Kyle is looking more like Lord Vader. All right, these, these were the first shots fired. Jesus, um, and I'm so, sure the space wolves loved that. So. They were pretty pissed, but <laughs> I bet. 
Grimnar decided to, to make a different choice. He ordered the Space Wolf vessels to put themselves in the line of fire of the Inquisition ships and not to fire back under any circumstance. Okay, okay. And so as the Inquis- Inquisitor ships uh, threw out, you know, threats and insults and the like, and especially as, as Grimnar talked to Kyle and the two of them just started yelling at each other, <laughs> the Inquisitorial ships uh, opened fired on the Space Wolves, yet... Oh, wow, they did, huh? They actually opened fire on uh, Space Marine ships, huh? They did, and luckily, Space Marine Void Shields are very strong, and so once the first shots were fired, a huge contingent of Space Wolf reinforcements, including a giant battle barge, translocated <laughs> into the system and was like, you want to keep doing... You know, they called Dad. They were like, yeah. dad, dad, my bro- brother hit me. You look what your Inquisition is doing. Stop him. So basically just they arrived and were like, hey, knock it off. <laughs> stop hitting your uh, stop hitting your older brother. Uh, but this is puts the Space Wolves on the moral high ground as they have never fired back on the Inquisition. Sure. The Inquisition are doing all of this on their own, and uh, you know, Lord Kyle is a—he—he's uh, pretty pissed, but he can't really do anything when this battle barge has arrived and yeah. he's fighting down Space Marines with his very damaged Grey Knight force. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Screw Lord Kyle anyway. Forget him. Well, Lord Kyle didn't really want to stop. Um, oh no don't tell me he keeps firing <laughs> and he's like oh the battle barge is here ah take my chances there's no way no he has something significantly worse oh no what is he like try and ram them or something no no he follows the transports that leave armageddon to their new planets and then oh. he exterminates them wow yeah he's a shit lord man wow so he's so the, the they all make it. The transports make it out. They find a new home. They settle. They call, and he just exterminates it. So Lord Kyle is weird. The dude is a non-ordo specific inquisitor, but he holds like shocking amounts of power. Yeah, like, that like, he can exterminate a planet. And he can order that. Like th- that's cr- what a dick. It's not even just the fact that I mean inquisitors can do exterminates. That's normal. But he had like cross-sector, like, freedom. He he was in other solar systems and other sectors, and he was able to tell other Inquisitors to virus bomb the planets the Armageddon uh, people were arriving at, and they would do it. He has, like, wow. insane power. Like, like, this is, like, High Lord's Terra-level power, and it's Jeez. really weird. And there's there's no real exploit. He's just well, that's just that's just who he is. He's just one of the almighty inquisitors that isn't part of an Ordos, and he just has this massive sway. Well, I mean, you know, when you when you learn about a story, things come things get revealed to you in the future. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Foreshadowing. I like it. I like it. I like it. So he's a massive douche turd and he has exterminatus to a uh, a planet because the armageddon people were on it i uh dk i believe a, a douche turd is a bit of a contradiction one comes from one area the other comes from the other no 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 he is a douche turd okay he very, is you, you know what he 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 defies logic yes yes he does 
So uh, with this, um, you know, th- this is this is starting to get out of hand. Uh, <laughs> starting to get out. Only now is it getting out of hand. <laughs> this is this yeah. is not not great. You know, this is yeah, this, this is forty k some... out of hand. Before it was like, okay, this is forty k norm. We're still kind of now we're out of control. So after the about five months of this whole containment campaign. It was getting a little bit ridiculous. This was getting insane and, and, and problematic. Yeah, so sure. The Grandmaster of the Grey Knights at the time there, Grandmaster Joros, made a proposition that they capture Logan Grimnar to stop these problems. Um, <laughs> this would cause the chapter to, um, you know, surrender, basically. Yeah, sure. And Lord Kyle, already pissed off, was like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so... He all offers right. he offers a parlay. Um, he's like, all right, meet in a system, weapons and shields down, neutral star system, and then okay. go ahead and uh, and we'll talk. Okay. Every time someone says parlay, I can't help but think of Pirates of the Caribbean. It's just I, th- I think the same thing too. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I'm I'm glad I'm not alone with the brain rot. So they arrive, uh, and then, uh, you know, Space Wolf and his four, uh, or Space Wolf, Logan Grimnar and his four escort cruisers, and uh, the Inquisition and the Grey Knights immediately fire upon him and blow up his four escort cruisers. Oh, great. That's all right. So yep. four full escort vessels destroyed with all hands dead. Sheesh. And okay. so. Yeah. I'm sure that made Logan super stoked. So Lord Kyle was like. Hey, buddy, I'll invite you onto my ship so we can discuss your surrender and the God, reintegration I, I, of the Space Wolves into the hierarchy. God, I, I hope he he transports over and just obliterates Kyle. So he transports over um, along with some of his, the remaining <laughs> Wolf Guard members, and he arrived relatively calm, surprisingly. <laughs> and I bet he didn't leave that way. <laughs> Well, he uh, he well, he, he might have left calm after a few. <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. He was then there to ask who was responsible in violating the sacred oath of armistice. Uh, and so at the time, Grandmaster Joros of the Grey Knights said with a heavy heart, he had given the, the order to do so. And in like a, a flash, a genuine heartbeat speed, Grimnar charged the grandmaster and cut him from throat to hip in half Ooh. with his um with his frost axe. Let's go. Oh man, I am so on the space wolf side this whole thing makes me happy to hear that he did that with such speed and precision. Mwah, chef's kiss. It it should be really noted how insane this was because like this is a grandmaster of the Grey Knights. Like, th- yeah, this he's no slouch. This isn't like some. It's not like he's just a human with human reflexes against the space marine, right? I, I genuinely think the only reason that he was able to kill him like this is because Logan had no. He he just like it just caught him so insanely off guard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like, why would he do that? To like I you know oh your ship is there alone and you're on the ship for surrender and he's just like I'm just gonna kill you yeah it's crazy yeah, like I always wonder like okay this major psyker guy like we already know psychers can read your minds do all that kind of stuff but the stronger the will of the person the harder it is to read yeah 
Grimnar is a hardcore veteran, but also, you know, he's he's a space wolf. He he hadn't That's quite what he was built for. Well, he wasn't quite sure what he was probably going to do for a bit or who he was going to cleave in half until they spoke. <laughs> and then he spoke and he was like, there you are. There he is. <laughs> Got him. That's a, that's a target lock. This um, giant drunkard just cleaves <laughs> your ass. I am shocked that they weren't more on guard because like you got to believe that any space will that comes aboard, no matter how much you have them cornered is going to be super pissed and is going to be looking for blood. Like, well, what is it? A, a cornered animal is, is the deadliest, right? When they got nothing left to lose. I, I think it's maybe more of a, um, uh, more of a, like, this speaks more to Grimnar and, and how ah. insane he is than it is like, cause a, a grandmaster of the gray Knights is like, is like holy shit levels of powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this more just speaks to not expecting the giant drunk space wolf to immediately <laughs> chop you in half, and right. also Grimnar right. being a massive veteran of the uh, of the space wolves. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. Like, I feel like if, if like Dante of the Blood Angels, like he could like probably pull off the same thing if he was quick enough. Oh, um, okay, right. but you know, I don't think the Gray Knights expected the the giant drunkard to (laughs) just do that i'm Um, glad he did though good for him so uh at this point there it just descended into all out like curses and and yelling and uh the gray knights tried to psychically block their teleportation him and his wolf guard from leaving the ship uh Mm -hmm. but then the wolf guard just shot them dead with storm (laughs) bolters and then teleported away hey good for them good for them they just killed everybody on board and left uh, no, they killed the Grey Knights that were um, oh, okay. back. Sorry, Lord gotcha. Kyle's still alive. Oh, so, damn it. Uh, clearly, Lord Kyle's parlay didn't work. <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's one way to put it. Sure, sure. Uh, and, and at the moment, you know, he like, granted, he would have just blown them to shit if he could. But he was in charge of a very wounded Grey Knight uh, force. Oh, and yeah. This level of escalation was just getting really difficult, you know, certain because there were there were people who really didn't like Lord Kyle and they were starting to kind of consider a coup to try to assassinate him. And so he was getting really paranoid and installing like cameras in every single section of his ship. Um, Good good for them for wanting to uprise against him because F that guy. Yeah, he's, you know, I mean. A douche turd, as we refer to it. <laughs> He's a douche turd, yep. There's a bit more of, like, talking back and forth between them. Uh, this is also, you get a little bit of Bjorn, uh, of course, because... Well, no, actually, Bjorn's not there yet, sorry. I'll get to Bjorn in a moment. Okay, okay. Um, but there were the Inquisition, you know, obviously upset with Kyle, but Kyle just wielded so much power. It was... Everyone did what he said, God, um, where did he get all this power from? <laughs> I don't know, but he also hell? he also called upon a help from the Red Hunters chapter, which is an unknown successor chapter, huh? And to to help the to help them out against these space wolves, and they answered him, which is also crazy to think about. Yeah, that I mean, once you said Red Hunters, I was like, what is that a Blood Angels thing? Like, because that's you know the red and all that, but. They're just oh, it, unknown. They're just they're just a 
sounds like so it sounds like someone was making this story and they were like hmm we know that lord kyle is a devious bastard and no one loves him and we don't really want to alienate anyone's favorite chapter Ah, let's make one up we'll say they don't know what chapter they come from they're the red hunters ah. red hunters first recorded action is second abonian genocide wow <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> okay. I remember what we said earlier about uh, yeah, yeah, about genocide uh, being that's you true. Know. You know how little that narrows it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's okay. All right. Okay. They, okay. They were part of the. They were part of the siege of Rax for a little bit. Were they? Yeah. Uh, they were very un unimportant. So oh, I just okay. Okay. Throw it in there. Um. Right. Anywho, things were getting getting problematic. Uh, the space wolves <laughs> more still problematic. Like. Even after all of this, Space Wolves didn't fire at them. After all of wow. the Space Wolves still never shot at them. Still took the high road. Okay. And so at this point, it wasn't, it wasn't working. Space Wolf reinforcements were coming in more and more. Uh, Kyle was, this, this containment was not working. They kept <laughs> on getting more and more like um, transports leaving the place to all kinds of different areas. They okay. they can't they you can't keep exterminating these planets because <laughs> yeah. people are gonna know it's like why are there so many planets going dark over there they just keep blipping out what's going on so at <coughs> this point is like okay Kyle has had enough he's pissed so he decides that there's only one thing left and that is to limit the autonomy and independence of the Space Wolves chapter. This is no longer oh, about Armageddon. Wow. This is about the Space Wolves. I'm sure this goes over just exactly as he planned. Also, did he actually just go for a little while? Was he just like, oh yeah, follow the transport. Exterminatus! Exterminatus! And someone was just like, dude, you gotta stop. You can't keep... Like, you can't I, I, I mean, that, buddy. I have it here. They It said he did Exterminatus like a couple so a couple, I'm assuming, <laughs> okay. being like two to five. <laughs> two to five, and then someone's like, dude, we can't keep doing this. This is just crazy. Even I for us, this is crazy. I think it's also just because there became so <laughs> many transports that he was like, God, I just... I can't follow like, all these. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, like At this point, it was two to five. Now it's like 40. I, uh, oh, I don't have the resources to exterminate us 40 planets. I got things to do, people to see, space wolves to tame. Jeez. I, I'm just thinking right now of like uh, Principal Skinner. We we're like, am I out of touch? No, it's the Space Wolves. Them. It's yeah. the Space Wolves who are wrong. Yeah. Uh, someone's gonna Photoshop that. That's gonna. That's, that's a good uh, yeah. one. That's a good one. Yep. 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 Okay. So, so he thinks that the <clears throat> best idea next is to um, uh, siege Fenris. Oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah, real. Wow, we got a real winner here with Kyle. <laughs> a real big time thinker. Real man, he the brain trust. Wow. <laughs> All right, what happens next, Ricky? Well, he goes to Fenris, which is very <laughs> uh not not uh it's undefended. Um, okay. because most space wolves are out doing things and you know they don't really expect an attack from within. Sure. Um so they go in high orbit around targeting the Fang, the Fortress Monastery, for orbital bombardment. Uh-huh. Um, along with pretty much the rest of the Grey Knight vessels and the Inquisition warships. Okay. Um, this about around this time 
is kind of when the Grey Knights uh, started calling this the Months of Shame. It's actually a statement from the Grey Knights. The yeah, months I, of shame. I, w- I was going to say, it, it became very apparent to me once we started talking about Kyle and what he was doing, that the Months of Shame is not the Months of Shame because, like, the Space Wolves lost a battle or because the Space Wolves did something bad. This is the Months of Shame for the Inquisition and the Grey Knights. And cause so far, this has been just like, oh, my God, look at how baller the Space Wolves are. Like, this is like... If you want to become a fan of the Space Wolves or you are a fan of the Space Wolves, this is like your holy text. I mean, it's it's nice to see like salamander level care from oh, Space yeah, Marines. Definitely. Um, but uh but the Grey Knights specifically, the, like because they're meant to kill demons. Their whole life is killing demons. Yeah. This whole this whole like year and a half long suppression campaign against their allies is just so gross to them. It's just like, God, this is not what I'm here for. This is a bunch. This is petty as shit. What is this? Super petty, super petty. So this is though the name months of shame was given by the gray Knights, not the space wolves. Mm -hmm. They, they looked at this with, with discontent. Yeah. Cause they're Um, killing their own brothers. And this is, this is, this isn't what I signed up for. Um, yes, uh, that, yes, that is true for, for our viewers. Um, the emperor's gift, uh, is the, the book about this. And that is, uh, Ooh. written by, by our good friend, Aaron Dembski Bowden. Okay. Okay. I say, okay. I, I say our good friend, we've, we've never met or spoke to him, but I, I, suck we do his, like his work. I suck his dick so hard with the night Lord trilogy. So like, <laughs> you know, he's my favorite guy ever. I mean, it did convert you into the biggest night Lord simp that has ever existed and you have proceeded to <laughs> rise raise their popularity quite a bit so i mean i genuinely hope that the night lord fans have increased per- a percentage thanks to my m- my influence at least a little at least a little at least a Anywho. little yeah um so at this point uh lord kyle is like all right uh, I understand people are trying to kill me. There's assassination. <laughs> there's problems going on. We need to start making delegation with the Space Wolves. So the Space Wolves woke up Bjorn because it's time to wake up Bjorn. <laughs> yeah. And they brought him aboard the ship and they talked. And this is that part where the Fenrisian Inquisitor was like, oh, my God, this man walked next to the Emperor and, and bowed. And Bjorn mm-hmm. was like, oh, God damn you. <laughs> Not Stop again. That. Stop that. Here. Kicks him in the shin. Bjorn is... I love Bjorn, dude. He's such a fun <laughs> character. Um, like whenever you, I think of Bjorn, I think of. Uh, so I don't have a lot of military family, but I, I've, I've been to like I did, went to a lot of stuff with like the Boy Scouts when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was like uh, vet, like veteran appreciation, that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, Bjorn is like you get this big old uh, group of men. And they're all like ex Desert Storm, you know, the, some Afghanistan, that kind of stuff. But then you get like the one or two, like the one guy that's from World War Two, and the the moment ah. he speaks, everyone just shuts up. Like <laughs> no one dares speak over him because yep. yep. there's just that level of respect to yep. him. Um, this is just that's just Bjorn. Bjorn fought with the Emperor. He's a venerable dreadnought. He tells stories in saga and song. Mm-hmm. And I'm just imagining him with like a flat cap and <laughs> like a like a that, polka dotted blanket whenever he's asleep. 
that was that was my my granddad. Uh, he he was in World War II as a pilot, and the first time I realized how much of a badass he was, uh, I was in Hawaii. Uh, I played roller hockey. Uh, they had a roller hockey rink on Pearl Harbor. And he was driving us like to the gate and you needed like permission to get in. And, and they're like, oh, what are you guys here for? Are you on the list? And he shows his military ID. And this guy suddenly like went completely rigid and said, sir, at least 20,000 times before escorting us through. And it was like, whoa, whoa, it's, grandpa's it's a, a badass. It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's a piece of history in a sense, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when Bjorn is woken up, not only do the space wolves respect him a ton, uh, and you know, once they they clean up his they clean his flat cap off and you know <laughs> make sure they put his his, his uh, blankie in the wash, um, <laughs> but then he shows up and even the other space marines and stuff treat him with excessive respect. Oh yeah, um, for sure. You know, and then, of course, Lord Kyle was like, all right, time for you guys to express obedience to imperial authority. <laughs> That's what he said to Bjorn. He was like, this is this is what I copied from the wiki. Uh, Lord Kyle asked for the Space Wolves express obedience to imperial authority in the chain of command and a penitent crusade to be undertaken to expiate or uh, expiate. Yeah, whatever. The chapter's guilt for attacking the servants of the Inquisition. In exchange, the Inquisition and the Imperium at large will take no longer take action to censure the chapter. Uh, uh-huh. B- Bjorn was not impressed, was the next line. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, Bjorn was not impressed. I like that. Yeah, that's probably the most mild way to put it, but sure. All right. So you are asking a proud storied chapter <laughs> that have served mankind for millennia to kowtow to faceless bureaucrats. I'm imagining him using like old, just old man slang. Yeah, definitely. You know, old like, timey slang. Yep, yep. You yeah, whippersnappers like, expect me to bend the knee to you? <laughs> yeah. like, bah, humbug. <laughs> bah, humbug. Yep. At this point, uh, after uh, Bjorn basically saying, <laughs> lol, piss off, um, <laughs> Grimnar and the rest of the fleet broke into orbit. And and were none too happy. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't. So Grimnar and his wolf guard teleported onto the bridge and started to just wreak havoc. It was like, oh, all right, yeah, all right, fuck you. Guns are up. Naval battle begins. Blasting away. Here comes Grimnar. He's out here murdering Grey Knights <laughs> and Inquisition alike. <laughs> I'm sh- I he it was probably like a hot knife through butter. Uh well, uh af- once he arrived, he ran up fast as can be, took his axe, looked at Lord Kyle and was like say goodbye to your head. <laughs> oh, does he decapitate him? He slices his head right clean off. Oh, that calls her Yes, let's go. Does he does he use it as a trophy? Does he put it on his backpack or something? No, he doesn't. Oh man, I would. He's not a night lord. That's true, but still, of that of that, of that douche her, use that as a sitting pot. Use eventually, that as a latrine. Eventually, after enough murder, Bjorn teleports <laughs> upon the bridge, and he's just like, "Hey, 
Knock it off. <laughs> That's enough killing. We got to <laughs> knock this. Off. Stop this madness. Come on. <laughs> Just walking among all the blood and much. Hey, hey, come on. Hey, hey. I mean, I mean, Grimnar was about to kill everyone on that ship. He was going to murder every single person. Ooh. I mean, I can't say I blame him. Yeah, he he he's done. He he yeah. is absolutely done. But Bjorn's just like, hey, stop. We're supposed to be friends. <laughs> we're the good guys here. <laughs> yeah, relax. <laughs> we're the good guys. Chill. You got him. Uh, and plus, like, the Fang was getting busted. Uh, Lord Kyle had had them fire orbital shots down at the Fang. A couple inquisitorial ships crashed into Fenris blowing yeah, crap up. Yeah, it's going to cause a bit of a crater. So Bjorn's like, I <coughs> stop. So so eventually mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where it stopped. Um, months of shame. The months of shame. The the space wolves know of the Grey Knights and they're fully aware of their of their existence and they're extremely <laughs> pissed off and they treat yeah. them with distrust. The Grey Knights. I was gonna say the Space Wolves know of the Grey Knights' existence, and they are not impressed. The the Grey Knights uh, took a crap load of losses here, uh, especially because they're <laughs> Grey Knights, which are just basically irreplaceable. I was gonna say, what what is it? Nine? What was it? Thirteen Grey Knights survived the, from the Angron uh, fight. Or, from the Angron fight. And now there's like what? Now there's three left <laughs> after after uh, Grimnar got done with them. So like, well. Grey Knights were just are massively hurt, but they also really distrust the Space Wolves. Also, Gee, the Inquisition <laughs> Inquisition still hates the Space Wolves too. <laughs> it's not not surprising. Not surprising. Not surprising. There's a bit of a feud still broiling. Yeah, I, uh, man, I, I am all on board with the Space Wolves with the Months of Shame. All on board. Complete, completely. And, uh, and, and I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it ends. Uh, they go back to their own stuff. Bjorn puts his, his uh, blanket back on and goes back to bed. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and, 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 and yeah, that, that's, that's kind of where it goes. It's a total... Uh, what is it? It's a it's a total waste of everyone's time, led by yeah. a douchebag inquisitor. And, and you know what? There, what? There's there's nothing special about him. There's, what do you mean? There's nothing. So, well, he, wasn't he? There must have been something special about him. The inquisitor? No, I mean yeah. there was, but I, I I like he was a good psyker. He was a powerful Lord Inquisitor. That's it. Because you were huh. probably expecting him to like be like a, a hidden chaos cultist or something, right? Or like something like that. Something yeah, like that. Because he's so awful. But no, he's, he's no. just awful. He's just awful. He's just a a he's just a hugely asshole uh, inquisitor. One of many. <laughs> yeah, an all too common uh, occurrence in Warhammer 40k. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, maybe you could say he was a Puritan, I guess, maybe, but ov- <sighs> overall, he's just, he's do, just a, a douche. Do even Puritans go that hard that they're just like, oh, you were fighting chaos, so I have to, like, contain you, because maybe. And Crippman did, I guess. 
Well, yeah, but he's another one of those, like, extremist douche-turd examples. He's not the rule, he's, like, the exception, right? He's, like, the exception to the rule. Yeah, I, I guess, but, you know, there's no, there's no shortage of, of asshole inquisitors. True, true, so. true, true. Wow. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, nobody, nobody really wins. Everyone loses. Space will take a crap load of casualties. Grants take a crap load of casualties. Inquisition takes a bunch of casualties. Everyone, <laughs> everyone sucks at the end of it. But to me, this is a massive space wolf moral W. Oh, so, absolutely. Like this, yeah. this, this is all space wolves. This is like, if you want to get someone to really like the space wolves, tell them about the months of shame. Yeah, this, this is this is their their like the one you can argue that space wolves kind of have that same salamanders type feeling where they're just oh definitely they're, they're really really they are strong. painted as really really great heroes yeah mm, heroes of the people they they gave a shit oh yes they definitely gave a shit and they lost a lot of stuff because of it they did they lost a a serious amount of uh of troops and it kind of sucks that they did yeah good for them though good for the space wolves i i i I have i have done a complete 180 on them since we started talking about them good for the space wolves well all you needed to hear was lehman russ out drinking and eating the emperor (laughs) and then you were like oh never mind i'm on board these party animals rock but then also months of shame they're all just like wow they know how to party and they're good guys okay Fine. Fine. I guess you guys are pretty cool. You guys, you guys are pretty, and you ride sleighs. Got anything else for us, Bricky? No, I think I'm all good. I'm I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to tell my, my merch team about this new poster. <laughs> just send them the file, dude. Just send them the file. And, so it's like, and, just send it and be like, shut up. <laughs> Send and the file's just called Dr- Bricky's Dream Comes True. Dot JPEG. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I'm, gonna go take a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go take a nap like Bjorn. Yeah. <laughs>